So for those of you that don't know, I recently partnered with my fellow network marketing coach, Monique Script, and she and I have created a membership for direct sellers. And inside our membership, which it is called the Thriving Tribe Inner Circle, and we do have a free Facebook community that you can join the Thriving Tribe community. Um, But within the inner circle, we have expert guest speakers. We have um, some coaching every single week where we come live and answer your questions. And we have, you know, you get content that you can use and um, tweak and kind of like a plug and play with captions to fit your brand. And I wanted to give you guys a little peek behind the scenes because we um, will be, you know, we did like a little soft launch, I guess Um, you could say it in, I guess, May. Uh, And so our first month, our expert guest speaker was Jessica Heffley, and she is with Plexus, a diamond ambassador. So the very top, like eight figure earner, very successful. And this month in June, if you're listening to this in real time, we have one of my friends from Pampered Chef, who is a national executive, Kristen Wieringa. Um, And then next month, we have um, someone from Bella Vida. So we always have these expert guest speakers that are coming in and providing so much value. But we're also doing, like I said, that weekly coaching. And so for those of you that are maybe, um, you know, were watching us when we were launching it and thinking, oh, I wonder if this would be worth it, if it's something that um, I should or want to invest in, because it is like not a lot of money for the value that you get. Um, and so the doors are technically closed right now. But if you are interested in what we have going on inside the community, you're welcome to send me a message and I can put you on the wait list because we will be reopening the doors again early fall. So I thought I would give you guys a little peek behind the scenes at one of our live coaching sessions. So um, we were all fired up and pumped up and I think we were just like preaching (laughs) during this coaching session. So I kind of wanted you guys, those of you that have been you know, just kind of like following our journey. Many of you know that I um, walked away from my business in direct sales to start a coaching business and, you know, also start a business with Hue and Grace. And so I am in the trenches of doing the work myself in direct sales, network marketing, social retail, right? And um, so I'm not only providing value in this community based on the expertise that I received from leading an $8 million organization with Pampered Chef, but also just in general from pivoting and, you know, the social media climate of today and learning how to navigate that and, you know, still scaling a business in this industry while helping others have success. Because I really truly believe that, you know, life is so much sweeter when you help other people have success. Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. 
I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. So she said, I have coaching calls with team members, but I'm not sure what to ask them to guide them or lead them. What are a few of your go-to questions to help focus, guide, or motivate your business builders? So if that is you, drop like a hand raise in the comments. If you're like, yes, like you feel like you yourself are motivated and driven and you're like, you see the vision and all of that, but you're like, how do I bring my team alongside? So I'll answer, and then um, I'm sure Becky has some great advice on this as well. But one of the best things that you can do, a great simple question that you can ask your downline is, if you could not fail, what would you want to accomplish in life? I'm going to say it again. If you could not fail, what would you want to accomplish in life? So this is a question that you can ask early on. So as they are coming onto your team, you should have some kind of system. And if you don't, this is a great time to get started. And what I mean by system is, do you have a Google form? Do you have an application for when they start on your team? And if so, this is a great question to ask for a couple of reasons. So if you could not fail, what would you want to accomplish in life? So when you ask it in a way that you're saying, if you could not fail, there's actually brain science that allows somebody to remove failure as an option. Because what happens is, let's say you just said, well, what do you want to accomplish in life? People would give you an answer and then it would immediately be followed by, oh, but I don't think that's possible. Or I can't really do that. I can't really hit that rank. I can't really make this. I can't, you know, they start thinking of all the reasons why they can't. So if you say, hey, if you remove failure, if failure is not an option, if you were guaranteed to have success in this industry or in life, because the question is in life, if you were guaranteed to have success, what would you want to accomplish in life? And the reason you're asking in life is because your business is simply a vehicle to get them to where they are going. Your business, I hate to say it for some of you who are like, you are so attached to branding yourself as your company. You need to separate yourself a little bit from the branding of your company in that you're here to help people change lives. Your business is a vehicle. See it as a car. Like it is a vehicle that can take somebody from point A to point B. So early on, whatever answer they give you, have some way of keeping track of that. And then when you see a disconnect, so basically if someone tells you, I would love to do blank, I would love to be able to, you know, retire my spouse. Okay. If you could not fail, that's what I would want to do. And if they tell you that, and then you notice they've been doing nothing in their business for two months straight, you go to, I always say Sarah, 
Hey, Sarah, I wanted to reach out to you because I know that when you started this, you shared with me that your goal was to retire your husband. And I've also noticed that for the last two months, I haven't seen your name on our leaderboard. I haven't seen um, you bringing in any new customers. Is that still your goal or have things changed? That's a, that's a Becky quote right there. Is that still your goal or have things changed? It allows you to have that conversation with them in a way where you're recognizing and acknowledging the fact that the goal that they have and the actions that they have are not in alignment. So that would be how I would answer that question is have those conversations. Becky, what are your thoughts? Yes, so good. 100% agree. I wrote down a couple of things while you were talking, so I wouldn't forget to share. Um, in regards to that question, I think what's What's a good tactic, I think, to use in the beginning when someone fills out that form, a question that you might want to have. So if someone comes into your business or on, on your team or whatever, and you, they fill out this Google form sharing with you their goals and all this kind of stuff, something that you might want to include would be how does accountability look for you or like how do you want to be held accountable? And so essentially asking for permission. So that might look like would you you know, prefer me to check in with you, um, you know, weekly, you know, it's based on what you're willing to commit to, right? You can easily put daily in the beginning, you know, if you don't have a huge massive team where you feel like that's something that you are willing to commit to, or you could say like a weekly check-in, a monthly check-in, whatever, however you want to do it, or um, would you like to be added to a mastermind for people who are wanting to you know, work this business like a full-time job, you know, there's a lot of different ways to phrase it, but essentially asking their permission, like what does accountability look like for you and how can I support you in the journey? So that when you do come around to ask that question, they know they're expecting it. They're okay with it. They're not defensive, but they know that you're there to help them reach their goal. The other thing I would say um, that a lot of people miss the boat on, I think when they're bringing in you know, people into this industry um, is the concept of a long-term commitment. And I know Monique and I are very passionate about this concept because, you know, we, we market all the time, right? Like if you could benefit from an extra $500 a month, or if you could, you know, you're looking for something to work here, work from anywhere or need some extra summer money or blah, blah, blah. Right. And all of those things are fine, but I think more than anything, when someone comes onto your team, you want to help them understand and really work on their mindset that, you know, success is not an overnight thing. This isn't, there's no diet pill, you know, for this industry. There just isn't. And essentially everyone will come in with the success of the level, immediate success coming from the level of influence that they already have. So if someone comes in and they're like a wife of like a youth minister or something, right, where they like maybe know all the moms, they know everyone in the church, they have this huge community network or whatever, they may come in and have success very quickly, right? And so then people look at this person, they're like, well, I'm not doing good like this person over here, but really that person already had built up this level of influence, right? So we have to kind of teach people when they come in, everyone is coming to this space for number one, various reasons, but also with, with a level of influence that, you know, they have that you don't have versus like, and same thing, like you have stuff in a community that they don't have. And so kind of painting this picture that your goal is to teach them strategies that are sustainable, 
that they're willing to commit to even on the hard days. And that, you know, just teaching them that concept of like the farmer doesn't plant the seeds and say, okay, where's my fruit? Where's my, you know, we're trying to cook dinner tonight and I need some tomatoes. No, you can't. I mean, that's just not how it works. Anybody else would be like, well, you're an idiot, right? It's the same thing in business. No one comes, no one invests in a, you know, these like millionaires and billionaires will invest in businesses and they don't expect a turnaround immediately. Sometimes they may not see a turnaround for 10 years from a business. They may not make their money back for years and years and years. And so we have to teach that concept that yes, this is the investment is a very low entry point, but your commitment level has to be big. Um, and so really treating it from that and coaching people from that perspective, I think is a game changer. And then the other thing is once they've got this big picture, you know, painted and you're like, yeah, you want to retire your husband. This is so awesome. You know, I really want to help you do that. But let's kind of take some time to think about some short-term goals. Like what do you want to have happen in the first 30 days of your business? And, and then maybe in 90 days, what do you think is something that you, you know, what would you like to work towards? Maybe laying out, here's all of the incentives and things that our company offers, but really aside from all of that, what would you like to see happen? And then helping them develop a plan or a strategy based on that short-term goal and, and explaining the concept of, okay, whatever you're doing now, we want to compound it. And over time, it'll build on itself so that eventually you do get that, um, you know, hit that goal of retiring your husband or whatever it is. So yeah, that's my, that's my two cents. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. And I'll also piggyback on what you just said is oftentimes people look at their current organization and they're trying to bring back the dead and they're trying to, you know, they see somebody who has potential and they cling to that. And they're like, Oh, if this person could only see what's possible instead of going out and what we say in the program, um, getting new cows, like try and stop trying to get milk from the same cows and go out and get new cows. And so as you're doing all of the things that Becky just said, recognizing that some people may not get it and that's okay. And you just need to keep on recruiting and making that a big part of your business. Okay. Nicole's with Beachbody. And she said that she is needing help with being clear on what it is that I want and how to consistently work towards that and how to express the business opportunity to others more effectively. That is such a great question. That's such a great question mm. because the clarity in your business, the more clear you are on exactly what you want, exactly what your vision is, the more clarity you have when you're branding yourself online, um, that recognition of people seeing you as an expert in a certain area, and the more confidence you have. So I think this is kind of a two-part answer is number one, so one of the things we teach in Multiply is how your vision statement is foundational to your business. And so if you do not have a vision statement, Nicole, I would encourage you to create that. And it's basically, you know, who you are, what's the problem that you're solving for people, what makes you unique and different. Um, and then, you know, how you're serving people. And sometimes there's a number attached to that. It could be something like this year, I want to help 20 women um, feel comfortable in their skin, you know, since you're with Beachbody or whatever, like something where you're really clear on that uh, vision that you have. And then the other thing is building your belief or maybe asking yourself, I guess maybe that's a question for you is, are you solid in your belief or are there things that you feel like you may still be wavering of like, do you actually believe that you can be successful in your business? Which goes into your second question is how to express the business opportunity to others more effectively. 
sometimes, and I feel like a lot of you can relate to this, drop a like hand raise in, in the comments if you're like, yes, this is me. Okay. Sometimes you come into business and because you haven't achieved a certain level of success yet, even though you're inviting people, there's still some doubt and there's still a lack of belief. And so it's kind of like you're saying, I know you guys would never say this, but it's kind of like you're reaching out to people and saying, you wouldn't want to be a part of this business, would you? You know, like you're, <laughs> you're kind of doubting. Um, so I'm going to give you an example. Let's say you had a friend who was a stay-at-home mom and you knew that they were struggling financially. And let's say you have had a limiting belief in your mind that was, oh man, I would love to reach out to this person and invite her to be part of my business, but I know they're struggling financially. She probably wouldn't, couldn't even, you know, afford a welcome pack or whatever your business is. So I'm not going to reach out to her because I know she can't even afford to join. Okay. That's one perspective. Another perspective is I have the best thing that people don't know about. And this mom absolutely needs this opportunity. They are struggling financially. And I know that I have a way that can help her create extra income. This could be a game changer for her family. This could be a game changer for bringing in extra finances for them, for allowing her to say yes to her kids going to camp or school, private school or whatever. And so maybe thinking about that perspective and for all of you, not just Nicole, but for all of you thinking about, do you have those moments where you're afraid to talk to somebody because of a limiting belief versus going all in and saying, I have the best thing that you don't know about. Mm, so good and so true. And people are drawn to confidence. So when you are confident, they'll feel like, oh, this must be, you know, this must be good. This must be something that I need to be a part of. So I love it. I totally agree. And I would also say that you need to join Multiply 2.0 because I'm like listening to this and I'm like, if you need clarity, like that's where you will find it. That is exactly um, the place to be. So you need to message Monique if you haven't already and set up a consultation. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, <laughs> but also when um, something that stuck out to me is how to express the business opportunity um, more effectively, it's usually exactly that, that you're lacking confidence, that maybe you just don't, and I could be wrong, okay, but I, but usually it's that maybe, maybe you have not seen the transformation financially from the business that you feel like you should have, or that you, you almost don't have the, like, authority or the clout or whatever, right, to be able to come tell somebody why they should be in this business, and when that happens, I would encourage you to tap into someone else's belief, right? If you look in the, in the industry as a whole or even within your, um, within your community or company or whoever, look at someone that you admire. And if you're like, wow, maybe you have something in common with that person. And I always think about like when I was in Pamper Chef, I still remember at the very beginning um, when I was a baby director, listening to Becky Ishi, no one even, unless you're in Pampered Chef, will know her, but my point being, her name was Becky, my name's Becky, she was a, she had a mom of two girls, uh, still, still is, but they're grown, she was a teacher, I mean, it was like all of, it was like my story, and she was a national executive, and I was like, well, she can do it, I can do it, you know, like, I was like, okay, you know, and I had no idea how to do it, I mean, you know, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, I have no idea where to go, but I was like, if she can do it, I can do it, so then it got me excited and passionate, and I 
thought, okay, well, I already know that I'm going to go further if I help other people, right? And we all know that. I mean, that's just a fact. It's how it is. And that's how our businesses thrive and run and in, in life in general, right? Like we get so much peace and happiness and joy and satisfaction when we are able to help other people. I mean, y'all, the other day, my child, my nine-year-old child, okay, had a, she was like witnessing to her mama. We were pulling into the Walmart gas station and I'm like, there's this little family over here with like their children were out there. It was like blistering hot with the sign, you know, like, I don't know if they were homeless or not. I don't even remember what the sign said. And I'm like, we're in a hurry. We've got to get gas and go pick up. Evelyn. You know, I'm just in my hurry mode. And, you know, I think we're all in this forgive me for this. This is me being transparent. We're all, you know, sometimes thinking, okay, who knows if they really need the money or if they're just doing this or, you know, judge. I just was being judgmental and just quit because, you know, we see stuff. There's that mosquito again. Oh my gosh. Get away. Anyway, sorry. But so they're um, standing out there. I'm like, get my gas. And she's like, mama, we need to you know, we need to go over here and we need to, you know, she's like, we need to help these people. And I'm like, no, get back in the car. We're not going to go over and talk to these strangers, you know? And she's literally like witnessing to me. She's like, mama, we don't know what's going on in their life. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, okay, I'm really like, I'm totally going off on tangent. This like has nothing to do with this. But at the end of the day, I mean, I was like, you're right. You are right. You know, we have no idea what's going on in other people's lives. And I think something to keep in mind is this business, right, can drastically change people, okay? It really can, I mean, and it may not have drastically changed your life yet, but you have no idea, right? That quote is like, um, you may not be able to change the world, but you may change the world for someone else. And so I would just encourage you, like, you may not feel like you've had this like life-changing experience with your company, but it may be coming. It might not be there yet. It may be coming. Okay. And, or it may never come, but here's the thing that you have to acknowledge that maybe you're in it for this season and, and one person, you may change one person's life that goes on to change millions and millions of lives. And I think we should always treat this opportunity like that, something that we have no idea what it can do for someone else, whether it's this, you know, just trying to survive, pay their bills and help them in that way to helping their health journey where they live longer. Like we're not going to see those things. Right. But when we do something good, I mean, afterwards I asked her, I was like, how did that feel? You know, I, I wanted to know, like, how did that feel to do something good and help somebody else? And she was like, made me really happy. And that made me, I'll be like tearing up now that made me happy as a mama. Right. Like we're all so happy. Cause I'm sitting there like, you know, three minutes ago, we were like, arguing in the car and here you are <laughs> you know it's like but it's the same thing with our business right how good it feels when we watch it like transform and change other people's but sometimes guys we will never see the fruit of our labor and we have to be okay with that that's why this has to be this long-term thought process that I am doing this to create a legacy that is going to outlive you that's what you want right and treat it that way when you're sharing it with others so anyway I'm I'm, oh, I'm done I know. And you know, I even think, okay, so Nicole, because she's in Beachbody, you know, even thinking about if you got one per like, let's say somebody joined one of your challenge groups and they had this, you know, 50 pound weight loss transformation and they feel confident again, and they go out and swim with their kids again. And like all of this, 
And you may be sitting there going, but I'm not at this place, quote unquote, place in my business where I feel like I've been successful. But what if you change that one mom? And because you change that one mom, you know, you've changed her entire family. So really thinking from that perspective and just because you haven't seen certain level of success in your business does not mean that you cannot share with people about the direction of where you're going, the vision of where you're going. And you bring people along and you say, hey, I have this vision. This is where I'm going to go. Do you want to go with me? I'm not there yet, but I'm taking you on the journey. Do you want to go on the journey with me? Okay, I'm going to read some of these comments. Yay, Nicole, I'm glad you're on live. Okay, Laura says I need to write out a vision statement. Christina says I heard this on a podcast today. I think she's talking about belief. Uh, Belief has to come first. Yes. Okay, Laura says not judging people without knowing their circumstances. Let's see here. Hello, Angela. Hey, Linda. Cheryl says the power of one. Cheryl was on our call yesterday. I know you got a lot of a lot out of our call yesterday. Um, the power of one. Yes. Okay. So the next question, let's go to Gisela. Okay, Gisela. Gisela put on here that she is with Hugh and Grace and Pamper Chef. Gisela, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, and you can put it, if you're here, you can put it in the comments. Do you have, yeah, I know it says you're watching. Okay. Do you have one company that is your priority? Because you have two companies listed here. And here's something I'll just put a plug in for. Um, so go ahead and comment. I'm looking on the comments. Gisela, comment if you have one that's a priority. If you have more than one company that you are representing, uh, I would just encourage you to consider choosing one. And consider going all in. There's a a term that says you can't chase two rabbits. And so sometimes, okay, Pampered Chef. Gisela says Pampered Chef. Okay. So sometimes when you have two things, you're getting nothing done. And so if you have one, it really allows you to get really, really clear. And that's actually your question is struggling with consistency in sales and recruiting. So this may be one of the answers to that is really getting clear on the one thing. And then, um, you know, maybe Hugh and Grace can be something else for you, like a discount opportunity or whatever, but going all in with recruiting and sales with Pampered Chef. So I feel like the answer to that is similar to one of the things we talked about last week, which is blocking out time. And if you can think about when it comes to consistency, um, there was an excellent podcast by Kristen Boss. If y'all don't know Kristen Boss, she's a fellow coach as well. She was talking about how in your business, when you start and stop in your business is that there's a lot of, um, you know, you are not consistent in your sales. And so sometimes you may think, okay, I'm going to stop and do, you know, all of this stuff. And then you don't do anything for three weeks and you're trying to figure out why you're not bringing in sale. And I'm not saying this is you, Gisela. I'm just saying, as far as consistency goes, a great question that all of you can ask yourself is what can I commit to doing every single day? What can I commit to doing every single day? Can you reach out to one person a day, every single day? And maybe Monday through Friday, that's maybe a a better way of saying it. Take the weekends off, rest, we believe in family time and all that. Can you reach out to five people a day, Monday through Friday consistently? But choosing something that you can do consistently And when it comes to sales and recruiting, there's really two parts. We talked about this this morning in Multiply. There's two parts to your network marketing business in 2022, okay, is as far as sales. 
is your online presence, your consistency with online presence. So I would have some kind of system for that, batching your content, creating content. You're being in this group, you get 15 posts a month. Okay, so consistency with showing up online and then your consistency with reach outs, with daily reach outs. It's both. So I would ask yourself, what is it that you can commit to? Can you say, I'll just give you an example. It could be an answer like, I'm going to consistently post once a day and I'm going to consistently reach out to three people a day. And if life gets busy, if things are chaotic, if, you know, something happens with your kids, something happens over there, whatever, you stick to your commitment, which is one post a day, three reach outs a day, or whatever it is for you. Becky? Yes. Yes. I love that. And I think in general, that is going to be what will get you the furthest. Um, if we were to say, if there's any one thing that you should work on, it would always be, like we said last week, connecting with people and then the consistency of showing up. Um, I would say, and I agree, I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a multi-passionate person, um, but I think there's usually you can tell, um, what you're primarily focused on is what will get the most success versus if you're trying to split your focus, you're splitting your time, you're splitting your energy. And we literally talked about this in Multiply about how the concept of trying to switch from one thing to another takes about like 17 minutes for our brain to in the adult. Um, there's like studies that shown it takes about that long to transition and really get into like the zone, right? And so that's why that concept of batching um, is really important. And so I would just encourage you to either try something like that, um, batching that is, um, and just having some consistency with those reach outs. And then, you know, kind of reflecting, I think, on you know, just like we talked about, like, what is it that you want from this business? Because if you're essentially struggling with the consistency of it, maybe your why is not clear. Like, you know, maybe once when you started the business, you signed up for one reason and you've kind of shifted your focus through the years, but what is that reason now? And it doesn't have to be the same reason in the beginning. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be, um, you know, the company, right? Like literally she said, Monique said at the very beginning of this, that it can be the vehicle to help you achieve whatever it is that you're achieving. And um, so I would just encourage you to kind of do some journaling around that, like reflecting on what is it that you really see for your life? Um, and how can Pampered Chef help you get there? Yeah. Very, very good. Thank you, Becky. Okay, so the last question that we have today and she is asking for tips or a script to loosely follow when reaching out to people. I feel like I don't know enough about the products or have enough experience to be effective. That's a great question because it's really saying like, um, one of the things we talk about in Multiply is the sharp five roadblocks, like the roadblocks that keep you stuck. And one of those roadblocks, the A in the sharp five stands for anxiety or fear. And so fear, I'm rewording her question is basically I'm saying, I'm, it's saying I'm afraid that I don't know enough. Okay. So how many of you can resonate with that? You're like, I don't know enough about my products. I don't know enough about the comp plan. I don't know enough about the company, whatever. And you don't share, you don't tell about your business. You don't tell about your products because you're afraid. What if somebody asks me a question and I don't know the answer to that? Okay. Here's the reality. You will never, ever, ever have arrived at a place where you know every single thing about every single product 
that your company has to offer. You just have to do it afraid. And it's okay if people ask you a question and you don't know the answer to it. I still do this. And you say, you know what? I don't know, but let me look it up and I will get back with you for that answer. Um, and then the other thing I would say is, you know, one of the things we teach in our multiply program is we teach you in a five-step inviting process. And part of that process is we teach you to actually start with the business opportunity first. So Taria, when you're asking for a script to follow when reaching out to people, I would say to follow that process, which is to, let's say you reach out to someone and you say, hey, I am so excited that I am part of this team and I am part of this business where I am really you know, feeling my best and helping other people feel energized and take care of their health. I'm looking for 10 women this year to partner with me who may be looking for a way to make extra income and wanna prioritize their health. Can I give you more information about that? Okay, so what you heard me say was basically inviting to the business but I didn't say, do you want to join my Plexus business? Do you want to, you know, I didn't get into that. It's you bringing people into your vision and then the products, you can always learn the product. So you can build in intentional time. Maybe you find 15 minutes a day where you say, I'm going to go in, onto the website and I'm going to learn, or I'm going to watch YouTube videos. Or I'm going to reach out to my upline and I'm going to soak myself in um, learning so you can learn a little bit more so you do feel confident. But start with that business opportunity first. If people say no to the business, you can always pivot and talk to them about products. Yes, hundred. yeah, always start with the business. And I also think too, um, no one starts perfect. Right. So you have to do the hard thing. You have to do the scary thing. And then eventually it'll just become like this thing that you do, this second nature thing where you're naturally talking about. I mean, if you had told me, you know, seven and a half years ago, goodness, even like five years ago, you know, I had been doing Pampered uh, Chef for a couple of years, I that I would be like passionately speaking about, you know, network marketing, direct sales, and like the opportunities and, and how phenomenal of a business plan this is, I would have been like, yeah, right. Because <laughs> I did not have the confidence to, to talk about it, you know, and I never knew all the names of the products or the prices of things. Even now, like with Hugh and Grace, you guys, I, people will be like, does it have this ingredient? And I said the same thing. I have no idea, but I'm happy to look that up for you. Or Will it do this to my skin? You know, I don't really know. Let me, you know, let me, let me ask some other people. Right. And I think the thing is that no one starts, you know, having all of the answers. No one starts being an expert, but yesterday on the call, she said, if you are, you know, if you can do one thing better, right. Jessica said, if you can do one thing better than someone else, you're an expert. Right. And if you, maybe it, you're just like lacking some confidence. Cause again, talking about, um, I can't remember who was it. Um, uh, Nicole, maybe her question. Not, and we were talking about, maybe there's just not the confidence to approach people because you haven't seen that success. But again, maybe tap into some other people and say like, hey, look, let's do this together. Like, let's look at this, what, you know, so-and-so has done. I'm on a mission to blah, 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 right? And creating that vision statement, being bold about it, sharing it with others and imagining yourself. And this is something that I would encourage every single person to do. Um, and even if you're like, I did it five years ago, do it again, okay? Imagine what your life is going to look like in 10, 20 years, 
okay? What you want it to look like. Imagine what you want it to look like. And I want you to literally write out everything you see, everything you feel. I want you to journal, you know, who is with you? What are they saying to you? You know, what have you been able to do or help or serve or provide for others because of what you've accomplished? I want you to write all of that out. And I'm literally getting chills right now describing it because I did this once and I had tears when I, I, I found the paper years later and I realized I had done that. I had accomplished the thing that I had written out and like literally manifest. Now, of course, there was a lot of hard work that went into it. But I think when we focus on the, this like thing far off in the future on the days when it's like really scary and really hard, it's like, no, I'm going to do the thing anyway, because I know that I can, I am capable. I am worthy of the success that is on the other side of all of these obstacles. And who knows which obstacle you finally have to overcome before there's this massive snowball effect and things are just going to explode because that's usually what happens. If you talk to anyone in this industry, any entrepreneur, they're going to say it's usually like really, 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 really hard. Lots of no's, lots of rejection, lots of showing up, maybe not even getting paid. And then all of a sudden, one day, it just is like everything is falling into place. Okay. So I just want to encourage you to take some time, journal. Okay. Because if you have this big picture for your life, it makes it a lot easier to show up on the days that you don't want to show up. Okay. I think we answered all the questions. I think so. This was so good. I feel like we were preaching today. <laughs> all right. Well, every single Thursday, make sure that you join us Thursday at 12 central time. Um, if you would like to be coached, submit your questions before Wednesday night, and then we will be sure to coach you on Thursday. And um, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.